0: Welcome to the Farcast here at Shadron State College. I'm Daniel Binkert, here with my co-host Alex Helmbrecht, and we're sitting on the uh, Dean's Green today with Alaric Williams, who is, I think, our newest dean. Uh, certainly a new face here at the college. Uh, Alaric, the dean of Professional Studies and Applied Sciences, and great to have you on the show with us.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here, and I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Great. It's a nice, warm morning. Uh, I suppose it's supposed to get hot this afternoon, so we'll, we won't be too we won't take too long with this. Uh Alaric, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh where did you grow up and uh where did you go to college?
1: So um I grew up in a small town um called Stamps, Arkansas. Uh smaller than Shadron, actually. Uh about twelve to thirteen hundred people. Um it's in the southwest corner of the uh state of Arkansas. Um our big city was Texarkana. Okay. And so um grew up there, um, left after high school, uh, went to college at Texas A&M University Commerce, um, earned all of my degrees uh, there, uh, earned a bachelor's in kinesiology and sports studies, um, stayed there and earned a master's in counseling and student affairs. And then I continued there while working Um, And pursued and earned my doctorate in higher ed uh, administration, higher ed leadership.
2: Great. So, I believe this is your first job as a dean. But where else have you worked, and what? uh, You know, uh, your academic background sounds pretty diverse. What What have you all done before you came here?
1: So that is correct. Uh, This is my first position as a dean. At my previous institution, I was a department head over two separate departments. Now, the thing that I've learned is here, department chairs aren't really considered administrators, whereas my previous position, we were considered administrators. Um, And so I uh, did that for a few years uh, prior to that i was um, an assistant professor at uh, angelo state university in uh, san angelo texas stayed there for about seven years um, went through promotion and tenure uh, was uh, promoted to associate professor and then left a year after that um, and and uh, went back to my home state of arkansas Um, While there, I was a department head. um, Well, I I went in as an associate professor and then after a resignation, I um, took over the position as department head. Um, But prior to my academic career, I was in um, academic advising. That was my very first position in higher ed. Um, I was an academic advisor. I also served as a mental health counselor at a uh, college counseling center, Um, and then also worked some uh, in both of those roles, worked alongside Res Life, um, admissions, uh, did some recruiting. And and so I've got both backgrounds in student affairs and academic affairs.
2: And how have you found uh, your administrative duties different from your teaching?
1: Um, Administrative duties, let's just say I'm pulled in quite a few places uh, at the same time and it's definitely not as flexible as my teaching schedule was. (laughs) Um, You know, as a uh, faculty member, I could go and, and, and work my office hours. I'd stay there, you know, a few hours a day um each day um as an administrator once I became a department head um and a dean you know I'm putting in probably 10 to 12 hours a day um and and that's just how I've always been I really never been an 8 to 5 person anyway um but that that's just a, it's a little it's a little busier on the on the um uh, administrative side let's just say not to take away from the faculty because I know faculty are busy um, but uh, I'm pulled in several directions, uh, and sometimes at the same time as well.
2: I would imagine. Yeah. So,
0: Alaric, you haven't been here very long now. Um, is it, Has it been a month or two months?
1: Um, Let's see. Today is the 14th. It'll be two months uh, tomorrow, and it doesn't feel like two months. <laughs> That's yeah. for Happy sure. yeah. anniversary. <laughs> with, with everything
0: else going on around us, yes. yeah, times flying by and going by at a crawl. Well, um, in your short time here so far in western Nebraska, how do you find it compares to, uh, like, Texas and and Arkansas, you know, whether it's the the institution, the weather, the community, whatever?
1: You know, there's so many differences um, that I've found in my two months, which I've got to say, it it seems like it's been longer than two months. So um, one of the first things is the weather. Um, it 's a little drier here, um not as humid as Arkansas and Texas, where i uh, was um, but one thing I found um people are a little more friendly here we try um, to be <laughs> do what we
0: try to be <laughs> yeah it's
1: just you know i uh I had to get i think i've gotten used to waving at people when I pass in the uh in the car um, driving down the street. Um, well, it'll,
2: it'll even happen on the highway. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: so I wasn't, I, I you know, I, as I said, I grew up in a small town. And so we did that in my, in, in stamps, you know, everyone knew everyone and you waved. And so when I got to Texas, that was non-existent. You didn't do that. And so I'm having to learn that all over again. Um, you know, people are just really, really friendly, um, here, and my wife had told me that, um as I said, you know she's a native of Nebraska, and she always talked about how nice people were um in Nebraska, so uh the weather and friendly people would probably be the biggest differences yeah
2: what have what have you come to enjoy about Chadron? Uh, the community in your two months since being here. I know it's not a ton of time to get out and explore, but but what are your thoughts about about, about the community itself?
1: Well, I actually, I will say I do like the cooler temperatures. Um, you know, we were, when it was snowing last week here, friends and, and former colleagues in Arkansas and Texas were telling me it was in the 80s and 90s there, and it's like snowing here. Um, but I like... Being able to go somewhere, everything is two to five minutes away. It doesn't take me that long. (laughs) So I I really do like that. Um, And also like about the community, going back to the friendliness, you know, I will go to Walmart or I'll run and work out at the local high school track and there are no strangers. I mean, people will just start up a conversation uh, with me and um, I like being able to walk to work if I if I want to be able to so yeah those are some of the things I like. Great. Oh, yeah.
0: well, Alec what made you decide that Shadron State College was the place for you?
1: Well as I said when I interviewed I looked at um, I looked at the opportunity um, obviously um, once I came and visited the campus, uh, got to talk to individuals. Um, it was just, I, I felt like, you know, this is a place I could fit in. Um, you know, everyone, as I said earlier, nice, friendly, hardworking individuals. Um, and I also shared that, um, when I interviewed, I shared that my, wife actually has family in Alliance, which is, you know, right Mm -hmm. down the street from here. And so I remember talking to them and they always talked about this part of Nebraska was God's country. And so I said, well, you know, if that's the case, I definitely want to be there. And so when I came out and, and visited and got a tour, I just thought, yeah, this is definitely a place I could see myself, um, spending quite a few years here. Um, and so um I, I haven't regretted that decision at all.
2: Now the individual you replaced, Dr. Jim Powell, is, is now your vice, or now, now your boss, he's the vice president <laughs> for uh, um academic affairs here at CSE. Any pressure there?
1: Um, you know, it was uh he and I were talking one day last week and I said uh, and and this was just a casual conversation, and I said, you know, I kind of feel like um getting up to bat. After Babe Ruth bats, you know, that's kind of how that uh, that's kind of how that is. But uh, Dr. Powell has been great, Um, really do uh, like working with him and for him. And he's just been an excellent uh, supervisor in these two months and, you know, onboarding me and and introducing me to new people. And uh, I can't say enough good things about him.
2: Yeah. He's definitely a great guy. We've had him. He's a friend of the pod. Yes, he is.
1: <laughs> good guest. You know, I actually went back and listened to some oh, of good. them and I saw I found the one that um, you all had him mm-hmm. on. And I think it was just after he had taken over the uh, position as vice yep. president. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Um, Alaric, some of your research interests uh, you mentioned to me are diversity and inclusion in higher ed, as well as African-American males in higher education. Talk a little bit about that.
1: So um, this kind of goes back to when I first started my master's degree program. Um, I had done uh, some research with another faculty member, and we were looking at um, just higher education in general, um, specifically African-American or black males in higher education, and It was actually one of the things that kind of sparked me to pursue my uh, doctorate degree because I learned that there weren't many black males who were pursuing doctorate degrees. Um, And so I've always just had an interest in that. I've also had an interest in um, counseling um, and when it comes to uh, mental health issues or mental health concerns with. Uh, African-American males and not just um, not just African-American males, but people of color in general. And so um, it's just been a passion of mine. Um, You know, my mom and dad both graduated from high school, but did not have a college degree. And that was one of the things that they said from day one. You know, I was in second and third grade talking about where I was going to college because I felt like I didn't have a choice. That's what my mom and dad said. And so when I got to college, I didn't see a lot of people who looked like me and I wanted to know why, why was that the case? And so that was sort of how it, um, that was sort of the foundation or how my interest in that, uh, speared. And so, um, my, Dissertation actually looked at um, attitudes of African African American males regarding counseling or help seeking behaviors and and reasons why they chose to seek uh, mental mental health assistance or reasons why they didn't. Um,
2: and, and what did your research find? What what were what were your conclusions?
1: So it I compared um, predominantly. Um, or historically black colleges and predominantly white institutions, both African-American males enrolled in in both of those institutions. And so, um, you know, I could go all day, but I'll give you the short version of it. Basically, black men at um, HBCUs were more comfortable um, seeking help from individuals that they felt like they could trust, individuals that they thought, you know, this is someone who looks like me. I can tell them secrets and won't have to be afraid of getting in trouble. Whereas um, African-American males who were enrolled at predominantly white institutions did not seek uh, mental health assistance because of that cultural mistrust. It was the attitude that If I share something with you, then I'm going to probably face some kind of consequence behind that. And so um, those were the those are basically the results.
0: Alaric, what are some of your uh, interests outside of work? Um, I understand you enjoy crime podcasts.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I can talk more about my um, interest in Um, counseling and higher ed or crime and and podcast. Um, I'm a huge crime junkies fan. Um, I listen to probably three or four different podcasts that are all dealing with crime and um, true crime obsessed. Um, I started listening to one a couple of weeks ago that's called Park Predators and so it showcases individuals who have committed different crimes in um like national parks around the hmm. around the nation and so um yeah a lot of a lot of people have said you know you should have gone into criminal justice and not education but it's just it's always been a passion of mine um ever since I was a little kid um I can remember Reading a book in the, I think I was a fourth or fifth grade, and it was called A to Z Encyclopedia of Serial Killers. <laughs> And as you do, yeah, (laughs) like bedtime reading, yeah. yeah. And so, I'm glad I'm saying all this now that I've got the position and and didn't say this before I was hired. Um, but uh, I love watching documentaries on um crime and 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 uh, and, and I like to get into the way that individuals think. And so, um, I was sharing with some uh people a couple of weeks ago that I was watching a documentary on uh, Ted Kaczynski and so I was looking at you know just his thought process and how his upbringing affected him and so that kind of goes into why I'm always interested in those types of things. Um, I love to work out. Um, I used to CrossFit before I moved here there's no CrossFit gym here but um, I still do CrossFit workouts either at home or um, at the high school, uh, football stadium. So if you drive by and you see some guy out there doing burpees and, and running or air squats, it's probably me.
2: <laughs> when you mentioned, uh, uh, as a kid reading about, um, serial killers it reminded me that I always enjoyed watching unsolved mysteries with yes, my parents yeah. with uh, it, Robert
1: Stack yeah yeah. yeah. I,
2: I I bet if I still hear that theme song I'd probably oh, get chills it,
0: yeah but, all comes back
2: but the thing that always freaked me out the most was the the artist sketches of oh, of, yeah, of, the, I know. of the alleged perpetrators yeah, that, that was, was always the worst part
1: that was pretty cool <laughs> you know and I I used to watch that with my mom and dad actually and so um Yeah, it was just, you know, one of the, it's just, it has always been an interest of mine. Um, You know, uh, a quick funny story, my senior year in high school, I had to write, we had to write a paper every six to nine weeks. And uh, every paper that I wrote dealt with um, either serial killers or I remember writing one on the, um, the world trade explosion from 93 not not Mm -hmm. 2011 and so my teacher called my parents and you know was concerned about this and you know my mom said oh my goodness that's just him we're not worried about that that's (laughs) that's what he's interested in so it's it's what he likes to do so yeah i mean i've always been that way
2: Well, there's certainly not a lack of content, unfortunately, that there's so many podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I think it's interesting. I mean, uh, for me,
0: I enjoy the like the police procedural aspect of those things you know whether it's like a crime book or a novel or whatever and and uh you're definitely showing like your counseling colors and that of of yeah. where your interests lie mm-hmm. in it so it's great that there's that spectrum available for uh, you know whatever this topic might be even a gruesome one like this true. <laughs> Yeah, That's
1: true absolutely and like i said um you know i can go all day long i uh, i will uh call my wife and we'll talk about different things and, and she's like oh my goodness um you know we went uh we were out for a run this was several months ago and and she said i'm going to go ahead and you go ahead and go ahead of me and i'll catch up and i said oh no i've heard an episode of that on crime junkies <laughs> you know a guy did that left his wife and the wife got attacked no way uh uh-uh. uh yeah, so it's like i'm always safe. in that mindset <laughs> (laughs)
2: now um uh, earlier when you you walked up here to the dean's green area for the podcast you showed off your your socks you're a pittsburgh steelers fan yes Uh, indeed so obviously you root for them are there any other sports teams you cheer for
1: um i obviously growing up in arkansas i'm a, a razorback fan um you know football basketball track um living in texas Uh, I lived in Texas for over 20 years, and so I became a Texas Longhorn fan, uh, believe it or not. I know that's probably not as popular here in Nebraska, but um, I uh, love the Dallas Mavericks. I've been a huge Mavs fan for several years, and um, also like uh, the uh, Texas Rangers, although they're not doing so well. Um, And I've got... I, I'd uh, I'd be uh, probably disowned if I didn't mention the uh, Cornhuskers. Uh, you know, I am married into a Cornhusker family, so um, I've become a huge Cornhusker fan here lately. I'm just hoping they never play the Razorbacks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Tough they probably there.
2: haven't for a long time. Oh, I suppose
1: not. There's no, a- they have not. It was the 60s, actually, the last yeah. time they played. I, I did my research so on that. So just
2: so you know, um, there was a football coach here I think in the 70s, his name was Jerry Welch, who played on the same Arkansas team that Jerry Jones played on. Oh, the, wow. The, that won the national title yeah. in like six, yeah. in late that, 60s, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it was 64 or 66 yeah. or somewhere like and, that. Yeah, and
2: so he coached football here, and if you, you, I'm sure you'll see it, but it's that famous photo. He's holding a trophy. He's got a huge mustache yeah. and curly hair, and he's holding a trophy of a longhorn. <laughs> and um, the Eagles won the Boot Hill Bowl. Yeah. um which is played in Scott's Bluff but so that that that's the CSC's connection to Arkansas oh, right okay, there. And cool. of course the president Randy Ryan has all three of his degrees from there too. Yeah, but.
1: I whenever I uh, saw the position, you know, like anyone, you you start looking at the institution and researching and and I looked at the president and I saw he was from Arkansas and I was like, all right, we got a hogs man." Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs>
0: Well, Alaric, I think we're at the time of in our podcast. We get toward the end here, and we have some quick-hitting questions for you. So okay. perhaps first thing that comes to mind for some of these, uh, a favorite movie.
1: Um, favorite movie would probably, uh, you know, that's kind of hard to, to narrow down. I, I'd say I've got two favorites, though. Um, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, with it's a classic. Clint Eastwood. That, I love Westerns, so... Um, and I like uh, Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I love that movie. And two of my favorites right yeah. there. Very yes. good. I saw that
2: there's going to be a prequel series about the nurse. Ratchet. Oh, oh Nurse yeah. Ratchet. Oh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, didn't, I hadn't heard that. Um, and I'm trying to think the actress who's going to play her. I just saw it the other day, though. But, yeah, I'm sure it'll probably be interesting.
1: Yeah, you'll have to let me know yeah, more yeah, about that's a that. Good, that was a great movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, if you could have a conversation with any fictional character, who would it be?
1: Um you know, I, I probably would say, um, again, hard to narrow down, but one would be uh, Dexter. From the show, Dexter. I'd love to have a conversation with him. Um, and then probably the Oracle. I don't know if you've seen the movie The Matrix. Oh, sure. The lady, the Oracle, who predicts different mm-hmm. things. I'd love to sit down and talk with her.
0: Every time I see that scene, I just really get in the mood for chocolate chip yes, cookies. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do it right. <laughs> yeah,
1: she made some good-looking cookies yeah. in that scene.
0: <laughs> but you know that makes me think, uh, if, is there a historical figure that you would want to have a conversation with?
1: Um, Historical figure, I'd probably, you know, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with Jesus. You know, I think about, um, you know, the people during those times who got to interact and and yeah that that definitely would love to
2: all right I was kind of hoping you'd say robert stack
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would be next <laughs>
0: how many states have you been to
1: um i have been to 29 of the 50 states oh you're
0: doing well very nice yeah what's uh what would be like the next one on your list vacation wise or whatever
1: you know, I'm not sure. Um I I've been now that I'm in Chadron, I had never been to South Dakota prior oh, to sure. living here, and so I've made two trips uh there and so my wife and I have been talking about going to um South Dakota uh to look at the um the monument. Right. Um and I just lost the, the presidential... Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, right. Rushmore. Yeah. yes. Yeah. I've never seen that before, and, and neither has she. And so that's one of the places we're talking about visiting. Next. Oh, yeah,
2: certainly worth the trip. Uh, it's. I, re- I really feel
0: like we're fortunate out here with um, the places we have in western Nebraska and the Black Hills, Mm -hmm. um, we're kind of blessed with outdoor activities. If you want to get hiking or, or, you know, if you want to get up to the mountains or explore the plains, we've kind of got all that mixture out in this region.
1: Yeah, it's sort of a, um, you know, I never knew all of this existed. It's kind of a hidden gem. It is. Yeah, Yeah.
2: definitely. Um, Alec, what's the best advice you ever received as a college student?
1: Ooh. um, I'd say... I'm thinking back to a um, professor who actually ended up serving on my dissertation committee and um, he. I don't know if this was advice, but he always told me, you can never measure what's in someone's heart. And so uh, that came about when we talked about testing and specifically the GRE test. And so um, that goes back to not many black males pursuing a doctorate degree. And so I had some fear behind that, but I knew I had the passion and the desire and the will to do it. And so he always told me, you can never measure what's in someone's heart. You have that desire in your heart. Um, you'll, you'll obtain uh, that goal. You will achieve that goal.
0: Yeah, those are great words. What word comes to your head when you think of Shadron State?
1: Hmm. Uh, I'd say two words. Actually, four words. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hardworking and student-friendly. That works. Yeah, definitely.
0: Those ought to withstand the test of time. You know, if you're saying that after two months, uh, that ought to
1: hold true for two
0: years or 10 years.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Certainly.
2: Well, thank you so much for your time this morning, Alaric. We know you're a, a busy guy on campus and uh, still probably trying to get your feet wet and learning all that CSE has to offer, but
1: yes, definitely indeed. thank
2: you for your time.
1: Well, again, I thank uh, both of you for um, allowing me the opportunity to come in and chat and talk a little bit about myself.
0: Of course. So. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Well,
0: that's Alaric Williams, the first of three Dean interviews we've got this semester. It's going to be a fun one. <laughs> so thanks again.
1: Thank you, guys.